You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hey, you're listening to another episode of Real Moms of Bravo. This is episode four, and this is probably our most jam-packed episode yet. So we are up for the challenge of covering as much as we can in 30 minutes or less. (laughs) We'll probably like 29 minutes, 59 seconds, but we're going to do it. Yep. And with that, since we are on a tight time crunch, let's talk about OC. I just got done watching the reunion. Oh man. Episode one. The reunion was crazy. The part, yeah, part one just aired uh, Sunday evening. So we just watched it. I'm going to give a little bit of a recap of the finale because they kind of mix it up. Usually OC's Monday, Mondays um, this season, and they um, did the reunion on Sunday as well. So we're giving you a a double dose of OC. So the finale um, really was focused around Emily's party, which was femme fatale for Mother's Day. So weird. Like, what the... I don't know if I were saying curse words on here. WTF. No, I mean, I've cursed a couple of times, so I think it's okay. Uh, <laughs> have we been labeled as explicit yet? Yeah. Um, I, what the fuck, though? Seriously, like, Finn Fatale, they're, like, wearing, like, whips. Some of them had, like, whips and chains and, like, dominatrix, very sexy, like, lingerie outfits to celebrate women. And then Emily's whole thing was, like, we're confident and empowering women, which that's great. But, like, I don't see the connection between being like a dominatrix with my mom at a party like it's no so weird it sounds desperate like I haven't watched the season at all but that to me screams desperate and to top it off so her mother-in-law Emily's mother-in-law is there too which that like uh, me and my mother-in-law do not have that type of relationship where I'd be like oh come to this like femme fatale thing wear like lingerie but then her mom was there and she hasn't seen her mom in a year and that part was really sad so her mom has really struggled with depression and was uh at a treatment center and basically like did not see or really talk much to Emily for like a year while she's in treatment uh now she's you know coming back um and trying to get her life together and it was really sad but it was also really touching I think because it just showed um you know like life isn't always glamorous for these women. And, um, you know, her mom yeah. was really battling depression and it was a very, I think, honest portrayal of it. And that there's a scene where her mom was saying like, I missed a year and I'm sorry. And I'm trying to make it up and I can't, I can't get that year back. And that's really hard. I watched um, it. Had he not watched, I haven't watched the entire season and I watched a little bit of the finale and I saw that part and it was, it was tough. And 
how absent she's been from her kids and like even seeing how nervous the little boys were to be around her. Oh, I know. It was heartbreaking. But then to be like, okay, mom, welcome back. I'm so glad that you are getting treatment (laughs) for your depression. Let's put you And her mom was so cute. She wore like, this is like, she kept being like, I'm very Ohio. She was wearing like a sleeve black, like nice dress. And it was just really cute. (laughs) Um, She's probably like, I have no, and like, no desire to show off my body because her mom's probably in her sixties. But also at the party, Kelly comes in with this hot 35 year old and she wanted everyone to know that he was not only hot, but he was just banging in bed. She said that he had a PhD, pretty huge dick. Oh, Um, he must also have some BDE. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was and then there's a scene where the, uh, like towards the end Emily and Gina were like pushing each other into Gina's pool and they fall in and Kelly's like you're not supposed to be getting wet now that's what I'm doing I'm like oh, we get it wow you're having sex with a 35 year old like okay we get it you're as yeah. she said in the reunion she's cougaring we get yeah it. and good good job but like it was a little much and she kept trying to do like all these like little puns and we're like okay we're well aware you're gonna have sex tonight yeah but the, the other part of the party that I thought was so funny is Vicky came in post facelift and like could hardly move her face but of course is not gonna miss this party um I would think most people would stay home I, I don't know the timeline they didn't say exactly how many days post-op she was but it looked like she said something about still having like some stitches or staples. Um, oh my gosh. It was in her hairline. So you couldn't see it. And she like turned to Steve and was like, can you see this? And then I was like something on her neck. And he's like, no, it's high. like, you can't see it through your hair. I'm like, oh my gosh, if you're having, you can't see it through your hair. <laughs> beyond strange. Um, All right. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a, a lot of drama that we kind of saw building up the whole like Shannon's mental state debate, which I think will probably be, a huge chunk of another part of one of the reunions. Yep. Um, Emily, like, you know, made the comparison that Shannon was showing signs like her mom, which was like a big statement to say only because her mom obviously was impatient for depression. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how that unravels. I could see Shannon just going crazy on Emily. Yeah. Um, but the way the reunion started, I, they just came out guns blazing Gina instantly is jumping on Vicky. They show like the clip of how the three Amigas started, the Trace mm-hmm. Amigas. Yeah, I saw that. And Gina quickly was like, and you were in bars in Mexico. And you said you never want to be that girl, implying that you don't want to be me going to bars. But I was at a nice dinner. Uh, and then Kelly jumped right in. And then they just all like from the start were just going at it. Um, I didn't even feel like I needed to watch the season. Like I no. watched the reunion tonight because I had heard so much hype around it I was like I need to tune in and yeah no they really started going at it and had a lot of funny um there were so many good funny one-liners jabs at each other I mean from Kelly yeah (laughs) Kelly was full of them Kelly was great um I also really liked Gina I thought I was like when I was seeing previews like oh she's gonna annoy me because she was jumping in on other people's drama but she was kind of being the voice of reason for a few of them like there's a point and we'll discuss it and a little bit where Kelly and Vicky are going at it and Gina just kind of being truthful and honest is like the way you both treat each other is not okay. And it was, I think it was good for someone else to jump in because the two of them were just going to yell at each other all night. Yeah. Um, it is weird when they're doing these reunions. So when part one ended, they're like, all right, that's our lunch break. And I think cause we're watching it in the evening and like, they're just screaming and yelling at each other. When they said lunch break, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like these women are like, 
ready to duke it out and it's like 11 a.m. And I then just, they it, pause and like yeah. have some lunch, get yeah, some more fuel, so get some weird. more weird jabs in their head. Yeah, I guess so, like, session. Googling, yeah, like good puns. Um, so yeah, they came, I mean, it was, it was a really good first, uh, part one. I'm sure there'll be three parts for this. There usually are always are for OC, but, um, the other thing that was sad and this was sad in the finale as well, um, was Gina's divorce. So Gina kind of like shed more light into it that, you know, they moved to the OC for her husband's job and then he got a job in LA and she stayed in the, stayed in OC for the kids and he came home on the weekends, which obviously is kind of a recipe for disaster. Yep. Um, but when she was talking about that, they haven't talked to the kids yet because they don't know how to and they don't want to. But then they showed the scene in the finale where she was going to a party and her son was like, Mom, are you going to your little house? Are you going to your little house? That's because so the way they're breaking. Yeah. The way they're doing it is um, her husband, when he's in OC, he lives in their home and she stays in this casita. Uh, so the kids never really have to switch houses, but it was that, I don't know. I feel like well, they need to tell the kids. Yeah. I hope they have by now. And I mean, kids, as they know, I mean, I don't know their children, but kids pick up on things. So, yeah. yeah. So I hope that was, that was hard to watch. And I did, I thought Shannon was really sweet to her. And I did too. I, Cause they're I not really friends. They, I was going to say, I don't, I didn't seem like they probably bonded over the season, but I thought that was a nice moment between the two of them. I thought it was real. I, I was actually really impressed that I thought Shannon was being really supportive uh, of Gina's divorce in the reunion. And she wasn't so much throughout the show. So it was nice to see her change her mind on it. Um, the other, I mean, the biggest thing, I think Vicky was like a big focus for part one. They made the comparison of Brooks and Dirty John, which I love. Hilarious. Um, and the accurate. best, yeah. I love when Annie's like, "Well, Brooks isn't a murderer," and she's like, "He murdered my spirit." Um, when she said that, I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "Okay, well, there's a big difference between murdering a human being and your spirit." But yes, Vicky, uh, put that in your spreadsheet. Maybe he owes you your spirit. Oh my god, the whole spreadsheet. That uh, she's an interesting woman. I think the last time I watched OC was when the whole Brooks stuff was going on. Actually, yeah, you probably. I mean, I'm sure you can guess how it continued on for three more seasons. Like, just oh my god, the drama. But Vicky, she kind of just breaks all the girl codes. I did a story about how she was talking to Steve about Shannon being constipated. It's not like a known girl code, but I just think you probably don't talk about bodily functions of your friends to your boyfriend. Um, The other thing that Vicky did, which was a a thing that uh, hurt Kelly, was she set Michael up with one of her friends. And it wasn't even so much the setting up. It's the fact that she didn't tell Kelly and Kelly found out from other people. No, that's um, super shitty. And I feel like that's common sense. And granted, I want to give Michael another divorce. Like, he should know that's probably not cool either. I don't always want to just blame, put all the blame on Vicky. But still, come on. Like, you could do this service and tell Kelly about yeah, it. It just, yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, you can say, I'm not really going to be involved and I don't know much about it, but you could give her a heads up, especially since you're the reason why they started going on a date. Yeah. But Kelly then, so this then turns into, like, a Vicky Kelly, like, tit for tat. And this is, I want to like Vicky because she is the OG of all of the housewives. She's the only one that was from the very first episode of The Real Housewives. But uh, she just, she hits below the belt so hard. And what really I think started it is 
Kelly called Vicky a fart and said that she's <laughs> just so silent but deadly. And that is gold. I'm going to start calling people I don't like a fart. <laughs> I think it's it's such a good insult. Um, it's so weird. I think yeah. I was so, so thrown off by how weird it is that you don't even know what to say. <laughs> what do you say when someone calls you a fart? I mean, I think you just come back with like, but you're a butthead. That's all I could think is like, I'd probably like just go back to like all the Or that school. you do coke in this instance. Yeah. So then <laughs> Vicky's like, well, then you do coke, which like big <laughs> jump. Yeah. And everyone's jaws kind of drop. And it seems like there has been some rumors, I guess, that she maybe does coke. But I feel like that's one, a big thing to put on national TV if you don't know for sure. And yep. even if you do, I think that was kind of not a, it's just not okay. But the best part is so like, that was like the buildup and the big hype. And there was a lot of previews about this. And then they start talking about pot and Andy keeps going, pot is legal. Pot that is cracked legal. me up too. We all know his great, he's a deadhead, right? Isn't that yes. what they call it? Yeah. He loves. And he loves weed. Pot. I have heard from people like from different, like they've seen him out, like different things in St. Louis that like. He'll be like looking an edible and like joke, be like, do you think it's okay that I'm doing this here? So, which I mean, I, I mean, pot isn't legal for like recreational use in Missouri, but it's not, I, it should be. So I love that Andy was letting everybody know that it's legal and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so Vicky, like, let's throw out a drug use accusation and then let's just hype it up and tell her she's a bad parent by saying that you never are with your daughter and you're always on vacation. I just like put like I think there just needs to be a rule in their contracts like not allowed like the I yeah a hundred percent don't mention the kids or parenting like just don't attack the person but don't go there yeah I mean even it's the a low whole, blow like, the drug thing I'm like oh gosh like that you know that's kind of defamation of character but then to be like and you're never with your daughter I that I think that's when she really got emotional um and you could see she I mean she did start crying she asked Andy for a tissue and that I, that just was should not be allowed and then she started backpedaling from there she said I didn't say you were a bad mom I just said you choose not to be with your daughter which makes no sense um I think she realized she was in the wrong and even her apologies were just so cold she's like well then I'm sorry but you called me fat it's just like okay these <laughs> the way makes no, makes no yeah. sense maybe Vicky's on coke I'm gonna put it out there yeah. like, I mean that made no sense what, what drugs are you taking yeah oh my gosh how bizarre well I can't keep keep can't wait to keep on watching but another big buildup in yeah. finale was flipping out so I don't know about you, but I've watched Flipping Out for a long, long time. And before this season started, I was super excited because I love Jeff Lewis. And he's kind of the guy that's easy to love, but easy to hate at the same time. But anyways, there was all this drama that came out before the season started about Jenny and Jeff not being friends anymore. And then Jeff, obviously, when he his personality and his sense of humor is a little dark and snarky. And he posted and he, some stuff on Instagram. Yeah. That so he can be kind of catty with the way he oh, fights yeah. back. He's definitely catty. So he insinuated basically that Jenny had um, gone to the uh, production company and accused him of like, ver- I don't know. Abuse. Like, she's verbal suing him. abuse or something yeah. like that. And there was nothing that came through. And because he, she had put the career on the line and blah, blah, blah. And then also in that he said that she never actually filmed 
or, I'm sorry, she never actually worked for him, that she only showed up for filming. That so was that odd was, to me because then why was she the godmother of your child? Like if this is all fake I, and set up, then why was she your child's godmother? I don't know. So I was really turned off by all of that, that I honestly didn't really tune in until the finale. Cause I just, you know, wanted to see how this all plays out. Um, and it was, so Jenny too, I don't want to put it all on Jeff, but Jenny is an executive producer of the show. She is an actress. So I know with I know. reality TV, there's some acting in play, but the whole, the whole fight and the blow up was a little, the, the whole, whole setup was, was weird. really weird. It was like different. Like for those who didn't watch, they'd be like the offer. Yeah. The fight, the, the lunch or the meetup. Like they had, these it was little, something like... about Nicholas Cage. Something <laughs> weird. I mean, like, what? I, okay. I have no desire to be an actress, but if someone was like, you can be in a Nicholas Cage movie, I'd be like, ah, I think I'll stick to my sales job working from home. Like, I don't know. She was yeah. making it sound like, like he was like, basically like Clint Eastwood wanted her in a movie. Nicholas Cage is not, I, I don't know. I mean, he's not where he once was. And also it was just, the whole thing was weird. So basically, those of you listening who have not watched or don't watch flipping out but the big blowout fight was about jenny's acting career and how jenny feels like she does a lot for jeff and has given up a lot in her career and then jeff kind of shot back and hit below the belt and was calling her a liar that she really didn't have a nicholas cage offer and all these different things it was Bad on both sides. I will say a little bit, and I'm probably in the minority. I'm a little tiny bit more Team Jeff than Jenny. Only because if Jenny really wanted to pursue the career, then just do it. Like, leave the job as an assistant and pursue your acting career. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think he brought up a good point. He was saying, like, we're close enough and that when anything happens in her life, he was like, I'm one of the first person she's running to, to tell. So if she was getting job offers for movies, why was that the one thing she was hiding? And I don't, maybe, maybe it was one of those things she felt bad asking. So she just didn't pursue it. But I think to say that her career was being halted by Jeff is a bit of an exaggeration because she clearly wasn't trying to push it forward either. Oh yeah. So it was bizarre. And then Leah Black, who used to be on Real Housewives of Miami, which She's a she's a lot. Leah's a lot, but I kind of miss Real Housewives of Miami. Kind of brought me back there. But anyways, she got involved. It was it was weird. And Jeff is not great with his words. He speaks terribly when he's mad. He he fights even he hits even lower below the belt than Vicky does. Yeah. But it, it was weird. And I hope they can work things out. But I don't know what's going to happen with the show. I will say too the way it started. Um... So I did cry, but like it started with her in tears and he kind of was in tears and they were getting ready to do their, like those sit down interviews where they kind of reflect back on what happened episode. Um, And so I thought it was going to be a lot more emotional and even like him dismissing her. It was very like, they're both like drinking their iced teas and having salad. And he basically was like, so there's no longer a place for you here. And she was just like, oh, wow. And then I it just like maybe she was just in such shock, but I felt like there was like all this build up there in tears, and then when he lets her go, it was just very much like, okay, can Matter you pass the salt? Like it was not, yeah, yeah, it was anticlimactic. Yes, definitely. But um, I want, to, yeah, I want to see how this plays out. I'm also curious to see if this is just um, maybe either Jenny getting a spinoff or um, possibly taking the show in another direction where it's not maybe as much about the houses and a little bit more about. 
like the relationships. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, it will be interesting to see what happens because there was rumors too of Jeff being fired or not fired or his show not getting read. Yeah, know. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Time will tell. But, um. So Atlanta, I will make this super quick. So Atlanta, basically, as we're getting into the season, there's going to be some drama between Eva. And Marlo, one of the other housewives, uh, just people just not liking each other. Um, so Candy, the other thing is Candy and Portia are going to be getting into it. Uh, Candy knows some things about Portia's fiance, now fiance, Dennis, about his past. Uh, apparently this guy, when he falls hard, his name's Dennis, when he falls hard, he basically does the same thing with every girl. So he gives out Rolexes. I was just going to ask ta- that. He okay. gets tattoos. He like, oh, man. he had a tattoo with Portia's name. He was apparently getting a tattoo with her face on his back, like just really weird stuff. So I feel like that's going to come out even more this season. And then the other thing is Greg, like they keep showing his progress and his journey and he's not going through chemo. He has no evidence of cancer in his body. So they're going to do a holistic treatment and which is his decision. And I completely respect that. And I wish him the best. Um, but that's really the gist of ATL. Wow. I did that as fast that's as I could. beyond impressive. Oh, well, thank you. Everybody leave a comment about that, if nothing else. <laughs> um, wow. Well, so I just, there's a lot of drama that happened this week. So then we go, go to New Jersey, which really they were barely in New Jersey this episode because they decided to go to Oklahoma, which V, I saw you made a note about this. I agree. Oklahoma all of a sudden is now the South. I would say it's a little bit more Midwest. Yes. As people in the Midwest, Oklahoma may be South of New Jersey, but it is not the South. Like Oklahomans, let us know if we're wrong, but I've always considered you one of us in the Midwest. Yes. Um, But I think I, so Danielle was not there. They did touch on it briefly, but I think it was more just Danielle. I think they're phasing her out of the show. I think they're realizing that she, they brought her in thinking she was going to be really exciting and, you know, mix it up. She really didn't. And she's kind of unstable. So I think they're phasing her out. Um, so she's not, not there. And they claimed it's because she was upset with our girl Marge um, for going to Dolores's hacksaw throwing thing. Um, <laughs> Which is so dumb. Yeah, I know. So, so weird. So they get to Oklahoma. The place they're staying is unbelievable. If nothing else, just Google like new, you know, real house of New Jersey, Oklahoma house. The property and the, like, I wouldn't call it a farmhouse, but it was, like, this cool stone house. It looked amazing. So, um, it looked beautiful. And actually, I mean, maybe it's because we're from the Midwest, but the interior design, I was like, this is a little bit more homey. I like this. It kind of reminded me of the house where we had my bachelorette party in Herman. Oh, yeah. I do. It did. Yeah. But, um, I just want to come. I think Dolores without Siggy is great. She does stir up a little bit drama, makes herself interesting, and maybe gets some things she shouldn't. Like she was the first one to be like, I'll stay in the camper. And like the camper was very nice. Um, It was very, very nice. I just really like her without Siggy. I think she's a totally different person in a very, very good way. Uh, But the other thing that happened as they're eating dinner is Jackie, who is new, opens up about her eating disorder and basically saying that, you know, she was like terrified to eat anything. And she showed a picture of herself at her wedding uh, and she was scary how skinny she was it was Um, very scary skinny alarming but I I absolutely love her I think she's going to be such a great addition to this city 
because she is such an open book in such a great refreshing way. And I think she is going to reach so many people. She talked about IVF in the previous episode and yeah. now she's talking about her eating disorder. I just think she's a very real person and she's, she's the type of person you want on a reality show. She's not afraid to say like, this is my life. These are the, yep. you know, what I've gone through and here's where I am today. Well, and did that whole conversation come up because of Teresa, what she was eating? I think it did. Cause she was kind of like making a lot of comments. Like, is there anything without bacon? Can I just get steamed asparagus? Which, yeah. I mean, if you're on a super strict diet, don't go on like a girl's weekend trip. Obviously there's going to be drinking and like good food involved. Or like, I mean, don't, they have grocery stores in Oklahoma. Yeah. Can't you go to? Well, I don't know. Do they have grocery stores in the South? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you can go to the store. Yeah. Um, and we got to see a little bit more of Jennifer, and I'm, I'm just not a fan. No. Previously Me- known as Danielle, but Danielle, Jennifer... the new, the new Danielle. Uh, <laughs> one thing I love is so I felt kind of bad because I was kind of making fun of her in one of our Instagram posts where she tells everyone that this beautiful sunrise sunset that they're oh, seeing yes. on this like oh my gosh. beautiful property in Oklahoma where there's not a building in sight. And there's like cows. She's like, Oh, that's how it looks at my, from my house in Paramus. I can see Manhattan on one side and it looks like this on the other. I, it was so ridiculous. So we posted a picture of a sunset from our friend's trip in Bora Bora and <laughs> she liked the photo. I was dying. I'm like, I'm kind of making fun of you. I know I was dying as well. So, I mean, I, maybe it shows that she has a sense of humor, which I hope she does. Yeah. And I hope she watches and sees how pretentious and like Marge said it in her interview. Like you're trying to one up, you're the guest in someone's house. Like you don't need to one up them. She complained the whole time too. Like the, the second they start fishing, she's like, Oh, can we go back now? I'm like, what, why did you agree to these activities? I know. It, uh, I don't know. It'll be, she's definitely going to stir the pot. Like, she I, is. I, I, can, I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. I don't think I'm going to like it. I don't think we're going to like it either. Yeah. And then the whole Melissa and Teresa drama, I'm just, it's been I'm done too much. It. I'm over it. And also just Teresa, go to just straight to Joe, like well, just handle your shit with your brother. And, and I mean, yeah. I don't know. And even if Melissa was preventing Joe from seeing his dad, if he really wanted to, he would say, that's my dad. I'm going to go see. like, he would put his foot down. So the whole thing was very odd. Um, and then I thought when she was talking about her um, maybe sister, I, I thought, thought she was going to go in a place of Teresa's my I sister. Did, I did too. I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. I love this setup. And she's like, so I think I have a sister out there because my dad had an affair. I'm like, oh, I, I saw this going a different direction. Yeah. And it was it's like Jackie <laughs> opens up about eating disorder. I'm going to open up about my psychic reading and my maybe sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Okay, cool. Yeah. So open. And I love that the, like, cause a psychic is such like an authoritative figure in everyone's life. Like I will do and say, and believe anything my psychic tells me to. I don't, oh my <laughs> gosh. It's so bizarre, but we'll see how the drama unfolds. Yeah. I think- I, so they're going to be still, they're still in Oklahoma for the next episode. Um, so I'm sure we'll see the rest of this trip play out. I'm sure there's going to be more drama. I have a feeling Marge and Jennifer are going to get into it because she did say something like, you have the worst manners. So they show a preview of her telling someone they have horrible manners. I'm assuming it's Jennifer. Oh, yeah. I bet you're right. Uh, but yeah, what, what a week. Great week. Oh, my Bob. gosh. I was like, did we just we did do it. this? We wow. did it. I can't believe it. So, I mean, we are at 26 minutes and 37 seconds, and it is time for the shout-out. And this week's shout-out goes to... 
uh, all the nannies and people who work at daycares, because we hope you, first of all, we hope you enjoyed your long weekend. I hope um, anyone who has a nanny gave her Friday off, uh, let them have, or her, him, I shouldn't just assume her, uh, let them enjoy Thanksgiving. Um, but we love you for loving our kids uh, and we appreciate you looking after them. And we are exhausted from having yes. our children for four straight yes. days. <laughs> yes. So running out of activities. It just snowed. <laughs> you're stuck in the house. We're going crazy. And we thank you for everything you do. So you are our shout out and we appreciate it so much. Um, we appreciate everything that you do. Yes. And we also appreciate everyone listening, all those who um, have been just helping support us as we start this podcast. Uh, We've only done four episodes now, but uh, it's been so much fun. But please uh, subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at The Real Moms of Bravo and um, keep liking and commenting on our stuff so we know what you want us to be talking about. And if there's anything we're missing, uh, let us know. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.